welcome to the Bloodshot Eyes Sore Thumbs Podcast, episode 187. I can barely count this high. I am so excited to be here tonight. Um, I'm Best Eagle Alive. Joining me today is the Old Crow Brent. What's good? Greetings, everyone. Eagle Carry. What's up, boys? Uh, everyone that has joined, thank you, as always. Yes, and uh, yes, uh, field correspondent, best guest, it's Kerry. Hey guys, it's Kerry. He's over there. It's He's Kerry. alive. He's one of the best. He is the best. I need like a belt or a trophy or something to like, <laughs> here, it's, this is a crown. It's a crown. Oh, <laughs> fair <so> enough. <laughs> Touche. Okay. What's up, boys? How you doing? Hey, ma'am. Welcome to the show once again, man. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, so shout out to those at twitch.tv slash edgy stances. That's where we are streaming the show weekly on Monday nights. Um, thank you guys for swinging by tonight. Um, for those of you uh, just joining us, we have a weekly podcast. Um, that's what you're listening to. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, uh, or Thursday nights on Dash Internet Radio on the multiplayer channel. Uh, get you don't hyped. get to see our faces there, though. So, nah, nah, it's a trade-off. I mean, you could technically like pull up Apple Podcasts, start listening to a show, and then like sync our Twitch VOD with that, so you could like listen to it twice and see us. Like, would that? Yeah, would that makes sense. Does that double the information? And, and create another account and like it and share it on that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is true. There's no such thing as double dipping when it comes to views and shares. Absolutely. Uh, we're all about it. Uh, well, guys, we got a monstrous week um, that we need to start carving through. Um, I mean, this is like what one of the biggest weeks we've had uh, this year. I mean, some stuff happened, okay? Like, some stuff happened. Let's be real. Let's be real. Um, all right. Let's... Let's hop right into the biggest news of the day, um, which is probably the biggest news of the week, maybe? Uh, I think so. Fair to say. Um, a, a little company named Microsoft, you may know them. I've heard um, of them. They bought a company called Zenimax. Have you heard of Zenimax? No. No. Mm-mm. Okay. Um, so probably so doesn't matter. Zenimax, right? uh, yeah, it's a small little tech thing, you know, <laughs> no big deal. Um, now Zenimax is the parent company for somebody that you will know, Bethesda. Oh yeah, I know them. Part yeah. of them. Yeah, you know, know them. them. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Microsoft just straight up purchased uh, Bethesda this morning. For a cool seven point five billion dollars in cash. That's it. I that's got it, that. man. You got that? <laughs> so much money. A couple seven billion short. Seven point five yeah, billion and that dollars. Part, part short. Not only did they spend this much money, they spent this much money a month before like a console releases. Like like this is a point when most companies are in the hole for cash. You know, they've been marketing all year long, you know, but. But man. it's Microsoft, so in the hole doesn't exist. <laughs> true, true. 
Um, some insiders have said that um, we, we talked about this a few weeks ago that Microsoft was in talks to potentially purchase TikTok, uh, at least the um, United States side of things. Um, sure. When they were trying to get out from under their Chinese owners. Um, but so apparently this is a good amount of the money that was set aside for the TikTok deal that was just put into Bethesda instead. Mm. Better investment? Worse investment? I mean, TikTok's great, but Elder Scrolls 6 exclusive to Xbox? Better? Better. Uh, serious question. Do you the think best. they would dare do something like that? I don't. I don't think you can anymore. Oh, uh, you can. I think the genie's been let out of the bottle too much. <laughs> uh, I mean, how long are, are game exclusives going to be a thing? I mean, what do we still have uh, like exclusive to consoles? God of War, Halo, uh, Gears of War. Just name everything that Sony has showed recently. <laughs> True. Yeah. True. I don't know. Um, but yeah, Sony's really tight uh, to the chest with all that kind of stuff, but they've been loosening up on a lot of stuff that they've held their ground on for a long time that I didn't think we would see. You know, we would talk about how uh, Sony's still not budging with cross-play with Fortnite uh, two months later. There it is. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Sure. I think all that stuff's loosening up. I mean, Horizon Zero Dawn came to PC recently. Death Stranding came it to PC. on my PC. Like... I own that game. <laughs> Um, I mean, but yeah, so they, you know, this, this news with Bethesda yeah. is fresh, right? Like this just came out today. So, um, the dust is going to have to settle before we have all the information. Um, but they did say, um, some things about the exclusives and, um, you know, cause Bethesda is publishing Deathloop, uh, which is exclusive to PS5, um, and was it Ghostwire oh, Tokyo, which is exclusive to PS5 as well? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so they said that all previous deals are still in play. Nothing changes with that. Um, but they did say they're keeping their commitment to Game Pass and that any day, any game that comes out from Bethesda Studios, like in the future, will come to Game Pass day one at launch. Which, like, I feel like that's a huge get. Yeah. Yeah. It's enormous. Absolutely. I mean, Game Pass I is mean, just killing that's... it right now. Microsoft is killing it. Their their hands are everywhere. Yeah, Long they've um, <laughs> they've officially um with the acquisition of Bethesda. Um, that now bumps up to Microsoft First Party Studios at 23 studios that they own. Wow. 23 yeah. studios. I mean, that's impressive. That is an impressive lineup of uh, studios they have working for them. And, like, with Bethesda specifically, um, I think it was IGN that had the write-up. They had some pretty interesting facts about Bethesda. Is that uh, five of their eight studios have shipped Game of the Year titles, which is wow. Yeah, like, that's huge. 
impressive. Um, they were ranked the number one publisher in 2018, uh, and they've also had a Game of the Year winner five years in a row. So, like, Bethesda's got some clout. I mean, I know we laugh a lot about the the bug compilations and Fallout and, right. you know, this and that, but those guys produce some games. Yeah. Yeah, you can't deny yeah. that. For sure. I'm, I'd love Fallout. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Doom. Doom has been just fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I mean, with the promise, promise does that mean Starfield comes out on Game Pass day one in twenty thirty five? Something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, right. I mean, Elder Scrolls Six hitting Game Pass on launch day. That's huge. It's like twenty k graphics. <laughs> Again in 2035. Uh, is is seven billion enough? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. I think so. Uh, <laughs> as someone who's not in major corporation finances, that sounds like a bunch of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but like um, realistically, how much would Elder Scrolls Six make? You know, like I true. It, that game came out and went all platforms, PC, PlayStation 7, Xbox, Series Z, like whatever's out when that game comes out. Like, yeah, that game's going to sell 50 million copies, right? Like, Well, except to the you know people that's holding the Microsoft box because they don't have to buy it. Right. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like if they weren't, like under Microsoft's wing and just like release that game, like not with Game Pass or anything like that, that game itself would pull in a ton of money. But I don't know. Like I know ZeniMax has had trouble with Oculus and stuff, and um, uh, John Carmack was kind of in the middle of all this stuff over the years. So uh, he got to Twitter today and said he's excited to potentially work with some of the titles that he hasn't been able to in a long time. Now that Microsoft mm, sure. is in charge. So that is cool. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Man, I just still have this feeling that, I mean, having the most money and being able to buy all the best players doesn't always mean you win, though. No. True. In my opinion, uh, I mean, Sony won the console war of this generation uh just on the just the games not like units sold or whatever um in my opinion they just did and and i feel like this is just microsoft grasping for something and but but how long is this going to take to come to fruition until we start getting you know really solid games because i mean we will eventually you know with this much money behind them um i don't know we'll see like I agree with you that I think looking back on this generation, Sony came out on top as far as like the library, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's becoming more and more clear to me that I really think that the past few years, um, I wouldn't say Xbox gave up on in the competition, um, but I think they pivoted and said, hey, you know, people are going to be buying The Last of Us 3. People are going to be buying God of War, like... See if Thieves is not going to compete with that. Let's 
like build the ecosystem, right? Let's let's build the backbone. Mm. You know, you've got the uh, Game Pass, you've got the unified platform between all the consoles, which I mean may or may not muddy the water uh, of whether you should buy an Xbox Series X or an Xbox Series S if you have an Xbox One, because they'll everything will play everything at least for now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really think that the moves they've made have been important because we've got Bethesda in Game Pass. Um, another announcement that I think we missed with our podcast last week was that EA is joining Game Pass. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, EA and Bethesda huge. are some of the biggest publishers in the world. It's, it's huge, yeah. dude. See, I see it the opposite way. Like, I want to say that Xbox is so far past the console war that they decided we're going to have everything. We're, we're, we're already PC. We've got console, and now we're in mobile gaming. And then, so now to add to that, I'm going to start building my roster. And Bethesda and EA, like two top-tier gaming companies, you know, under mm-hmm. their belt. And then all the other, what do you say, 23 other studios 24 yeah total yeah i mean can you imagine this stuff the the possibilities like yes there's nothing right now solid on paper but Mm -hmm. as far as like like you said career stats from these companies (laughs) they're gonna be putting they're gonna be putting out bangers like very soon i'll say is it or at least ask is it any coincidence that these two companies have maybe had the most scrutiny out of any gaming um mm. developers as of late so i like yes i i agree with that statement yeah um but i also think there's like a little like grain of salt in that they're like they create Asterisk. some of the biggest games in the world so yes. like the most eyes are going to be on them right like of a, course of course of course of, of course, course madden is going to be like like put under the magnifying glass because like tens of millions of people are playing it, you know. Sure. Now, with all that being said, not giving EA a pass because they've been kind of greasy lately with how they monetize games and stuff like that. The the most greasy, let's be honest. <laughs> the greasiest, uh, you know. But I think that's like it's it's tough being king, right? Like everybody's gonna want to come at you, right? I don't know. I then go and I think about the newest God of War, and there was nothing greasy about the game. It was just fantastic. It was. It was just a great game all around. And it's like, if you're the king and you have all that power, why not just do that every time? Like, I don't know. Do you really have to pay that intern, was it like $56,000 a year, to get you coffees? No. I mean... No, but like if Madden Ultimate Team is generating more revenue in a month than God of War did in a year, like, like financially, there's a dude in a suit going, now look at this dotted line. It goes way up if we sell greasy card packs, you know? Yeah, and, and I can't fight that. You're right. I, hey, as, as a player on the other side of it, I'm with you. Make me a great game and don't ask me for another dollar. I'll happily buy it every time. Yeah, but I just, I just found that strange. The t- the two 
companies but that see, have been are under the most fire. With, now with it being week. in Game Pass, would it be such a big deal that there's going to be a monetized system in it? Because I'm no longer paying for the game. I'm paying a monthly or yearly fee mm-hmm. to play. That's a good point. You know, would it be such a big... A now, point. I don't like the pay-to-win shit. Take that. Get rid of that. I right. don't like that at all. Now, if I you think they learned their skins, lesson with Battlefront. Yeah, if you want to give me some um, customizable skins or some for my weapons, I'm cool sure. with that. Like, I don't have to buy mm-hmm. that. But, you know, like, kind of Fortnite it up. You know, just pay 20 bucks for a skin if you want to that's on you i think a lot of games as service have like showed that that can be successful right like fortnite like apex you know these battle passes with meaningful uh customization items that you can get like i'll happily throw apex 10 bucks every couple of months right sure 10 bucks is not much you know like i've got that expendable income to throw towards a game that i've played hundreds of hours of and like didn't actually buy it's a free Mm -hmm. game so yeah i mean carrie i think you got a point there yeah i wonder if ea will be the one to push it too far (laughs) see like what they can get away with right probably Uh, yeah that's crazy there's so many titles under ea that is, is tomb raider ea as well is that one of the ones am i no. tripping yeah i'm going crazy okay tomb raider okay. is uh what crystal dynamics crystal the guys that did yeah. avengers yeah. um but so speaking of game pass to kind of kind of uh wrap that up a little bit um in this bethesda acquisition uh another pretty interesting piece of information came out that game pass currently has 15 million active subscribers Paying wow. between ten and fifteen dollars a month, every month. Like, yeah, that is serious money. So is seven billion enough? <laughs> I'd have gone at least eight. <laughs> yeah, I. Dude, that's crazy. These are big numbers, right? Big numbers. Um, but I honestly think. The most interesting thing about the 15 million subscribers to Game Pass is where that was in April of this year. So, mm-hmm. was that six months ago, we'll say? Five and a half, mm-hmm. six months ago? Um, they were at 10 million subscribers. So, and I mean, <clears throat> not saying or trying to take anything away from what game pass is fantastic i mean i think you should have it it makes sense if if you're a xbox user you know it's money well spent yeah but i mean that's a direct correlation of the pandemic right everyone being stuck inside i think so game pass yeah right unfortunately but i mean at least more eyes are on it so these numbers going to continue to grow yeah right i mean five million subscribers in six months is like (sighs) explosive growth that's crazy Sure. And I know a couple of PlayStation. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say that's got to bode well for their console launch in a couple months, right? Like all these people are in their ecosystem. Like that's that's free marketing for their new consoles and stuff. Like, hey, play all the new games. Play these games with enhancements for your same monthly fee. You know. Sure. It's, It's. it is a wild, 
wild place we were in before these consoles dropped. I mean, it really is. Yeah. I can't believe, like, I'm sitting here trying to think of how many games right now are about to be on Game Pass. Like, all the Bethesda, all the EA, you know, all the games they already had. Like, that's just outrageous to me. Like, I'm ready to start downloading stuff. It it, it (laughs) kind of does skew the market, right? Like, why would I buy a PS5 um, knowing that I'll have to pay 50, 60, $70 per game to where I can buy an Xbox for the same amount ish um, and just pay 15 bucks a month? Because you want to play Last of Us 3? Yeah, good point. You want to play Spider Man? Yeah, I do. I do want to play Spider Man. I want to play Spider Man. Miles Morales looks dope. I have no desire to play any Spider-Man when they come out. They all look the same to me, just like better graphics. And I guess I can't really say anything because it's every game, Halo or whatever. It's the same thing. But I swear every Spider-Man is like left bumper or L1, R1. You're swinging back and forth. It's the same thing. X, Y, square um, to do your silly <laughs> combos and jump around and you upgrade your moves so that you get more. It, it's the same game constantly over and over again to me and I've never cared to play any since, since like PlayStation 2. Like I'm over That was all a good Spider-Man, Spider-Man game. <laughs> arguably the best before the newest one. I don't the <laughs> yeah, I mean. It, it's like how I am with uh, Assassin's Creed. It's like I'm over it. I'm not kidding finding all the flags anymore around Damascus. I'm done. Well, the good news <laughs> is the new Assassin's Creed's aren't like the old ones at all. <laughs> True, yeah. They're worse. Uh, yeah, They're worse. They are. Who would have thunk it? <laughs> <laughs> um, Alright, well, let's get off the Xbox boat. We'll uh, jump onto the PlayStation boat for a little bit. Um, uh. They had their big uh, PS5 like reveal event Um to show off a bunch of their games, to um, launch their pre-orders, share their price. Um, so, I mean, I guess we'll just get kicked off in what they announced as far as games. Um, they, to my surprise, showed off Final Fantasy 16. I was not expecting this at all. Uh, I, was, I didn't expect to want to play it as much as I <laughs> it looks kind of cool, man. Um, um, yeah, they said that it, they're doing PlayStation only for Final Fantasy after they did 15 on both. Yeah, I, that, that was yeah. a big bummer because I, I think 15 did pretty well for them, like sales wise. So I thought they had finally gotten out of that like PlayStation exclusive, but I'm sure Sony is throwing them a lot of money. Um, right to keep it exclusive. Um, but uh, they did come out a little bit later and said that it may be a timed console exclusive thing. So maybe PC six months after, Xbox a year after type of thing. So Sure. Uh, like, so the same way they were doing with the 7. Yes. Yes, exactly. The remake. Okay. Which is to turn I mean, this trailer me. looks good. It, it does. does. It looks really good. Although, arguably, I didn't love Final Fantasy fifteen, but that game sure looked amazing in trailers and cutscenes. 
See, I love. Did you it. dump a lot of time in that? Huh? Didn't you dump a lot of time? Yeah, it took me like a hundred hours to finish it. And you didn't like it? I mean, it was fine. It, like uh, probably about halfway through, it was like I need to see what happens because this game is so ridiculous. Hmm. It was good. It. I did all the fishing and everything. I know you were all about it, dude. <laughs> I was like, but I gotta catch this fish. VR fishing? No. <laughs> As Carrie hey, returns with a VR I... headset on his face, <laughs> uh, I was like, "What? Does VR fishing?" <laughs> um. Yeah, it was like a PS VR thing. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so Final Fantasy 16. I didn't see a date or anything on that. That's probably going to be quite a ways away, I would guess. But I don't know. Confirmed, not a launch title. Uh, they did show off a little bit more of Spider-Man Miles Morales. Um, just some more gameplay, some more action. That game looks impressive. I mean, I think they're really, really trying to set the narrative straight on that this isn't like an expensive DLC pack for Spider-Man, which right. The, the news kind of swirled around when they first announced it, that this is not like a standalone game. And they were like, no, no, it is totally. Um, but yeah, I mean, it looks like more Spider-Man and I'm totally fine with that. Yeah. Like same. Um, the graphics look slick. I mean that, that stuff running on PS five looks impressive, like really impressive. So, are you are you in on this one, Brent? Like I know you love last 100%. Spider-Man, yeah. Yeah, I mean it could be a $50 DLC where it takes me to a new menu screen from just the Spider-Man I own right now. Be fine with it most likely. Mm-hmm. As long as it's lengthy enough. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cool, man. I'm with it. Yeah. That was I mean, Spider-Man on PS4 was just one of the more solid games I've played. Again, just a game all around, out of the box. It's not asking for anything more. It's just a solid, great game. Yeah. That's it. I've heard a lot of good things about it. I never played it myself. Should. But, mm-hmm. Like I said before, I'm not a big Spider-Man. <laughs> but then he'd have to swing and, with the triggers, and he doesn't like that, man. Yeah. Dude, uh, to call back on it, just to, I mean, even prove how much everyone else liked it. Uh, I, I mean, at, at the time uh, when we first we're talking about on the podcast 10% of people had uh platinumed it yeah it was I'd, like I'd be curious substantial if that's went up or down yeah that may be worth looking into yeah because mm. I mean we were pretty shocked about that I mean 10% of all players 100% of the game you don't see that often and it wasn't like an easy platinum either like there's a bunch of stuff to do like to get that yeah. trophy I mean <clears throat> it gives you uh, I mean I mean, it was kind of easy because it just kind of tells you where all the collectibles are, but not like directly. Sure. And... I mean, you still have to do it. It's not yeah, like a short yeah, it's... platinum, I guess I should right. say. Right. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So I'm all in. Yeah, for sure. Uh, next up was, I think, probably the, the most surprising thing. I mean, Final Fantasy 16 surprised the living daylights out of me, but uh, they finally finally showed off Harry Potter Hogwarts Legacy. Yay! We can be a Hufflepuff now. We can be a... 
You got your hater aid on today? Like, jeez, man. I guess it is. I don't know what's going on with me. I need some more Pepsi. Somebody give me some Pepsi. Uh, yeah, this has been the long-rumored Harry Potter RPG um, coming out of WB. And, yeah, Harry Potter Hogwarts Legacy um, looks like, I mean, uh, like a high-res actual Harry Potter game, which, like, a lot of the past ones have looked like trash, just kind of been, like, budget games. Um, this one looks good, man. I mean, yeah. as, some, as someone who likes Harry Potter... This looks like it's checking all the boxes, you know. Now it is supposed to be pre-Harry era, right? Like this is the beginning of Hogwarts, and I believe it like changes as you do stuff, like an interactive environment kind of thing. You like see Hogwarts grow into what we know it is today. I mean, yeah, I don't know how far into it grows, but yeah, pretty much. Their little blurb about the game says um, players will be able to travel back to the late 1800s and visit well-known locations from the movies and books. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, as someone who likes Harry Potter, not like the biggest fan, like that's what I would want. Like, yeah, sure. let me go right. see the monsters from the movies and the books. And like, I want to touch the Goblet of Fire, Crow. Okay? I mean... Look, uh, I'm enough of a Harry Potter fan as well. Uh, nothing crazy, but I, I mean, I'm pretty eye-rolly at this only because there's never, ever been a Harry Potter game that was worth mine or, in my opinion, anyone else's time. Sure. So <laughs> I am jaded about it, but like, don't get me wrong. I want this to be great. I'm going to wait to see some more gameplay and some earlier reviews, though. I, I agree. For my, for my excitement yeah. to go anywhere. 100% <laughs> agreed. Yeah. Um, next up, they showed off uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War campaign. Um, the big flashy, like four minute, like oh my gosh, just the the sexiest of sexy campaign montage. It just feels like um, not even what we're used to in Call of Duty. I, it just feel it, it seemed like. What we all want, right? Yes. Out of Call of Duty. More Black Ops stuff. Weirdness. Cold Warness. I'm yeah, actually pretty weird. excited for this one. I'm not even a Call of Duty person. Like at least the campaign part. Gosh, it looks. See, good. I'm, I'm much more of a Call. Of, I'm a I'm a fan of the Call of Duty campaigns. Multiplayer, take yeah. or leave them for the most part, but <laughs> campaigns, in I my want, opinion, they're always some of the best. Halo multiplayer. Caught campaign I'm down with. Yeah, dude. And this, like, it looks like this great blend of, like, what Modern Warfare did really well with their campaign. Of, like, that that gritty, realistic, um, you know, kind of, not necessarily a simulation, but, like, the feeling Just of the it. the rawness right? of it. Yes, yes, it was gritty. Um, mm-hmm. This looks like that. But with the weird, almost sci-fi elements that Black Ops is known for, yes, and specifically yes. Black Ops One, not anything. I mean, two kind of, um, but nef- definitely kind not of. three. Nothing past two. Yeah, uh, yeah. This, this looks fantastic. I mean, it looks. It checks all the boxes for me. Like I am here day one, hundred percent, dude. Like this looks great, great. Yeah, same. And same. 
this is PS5 footage that they were uh, showing, like running on PS5, and again, looks fantastic. I mean, the power of these next-gen consoles is like super impressive. Yeah. Yep. Um, um, I'm sitting there watching the gameplay again. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, just yeah, I know it's it's hard. It. It's, <laughs> I don't want to talk. I just want to watch it. I know. Um, yeah. Um. I I. I haven't been playing a lot of uh, first-person shooters in, like, over a year. Um, I'm curious as to if this will rope me back in. Because it, it's always, like, every few years I just stop playing uh, multiplayer shooters. Uh, but one yeah. game always ropes me back in because who I am. Uh, yeah, I, I kind of get that feeling with this. Nice. I agree. Like, I kind of, like, I go in waves of Call of Duty specifically. Like, I'm always playing some type of first-person shooter, but, um, you know, Call of Duty ebbs and flows, just like Destiny. You know, like, I'll get on and play a bunch, and then I'll stop, sure. and I'll get on and play a bunch. Um, And, like, this one's got me sold. I'll be there. I'll be there with you guys, mm. hopefully. Uh, What about Resident yeah. Evil Village? Did that get anybody hyped over there in your corner? Yeah. So, uh, was it just me or the entire time they were uh, showing this footage when they kept uh, breaking over to like the little story narrative part that looked like <laughs> almost a storybook? I went, yeah. everything previously shown tells me Resident Evil, but that is the furthest departure of Resident Evil I can imagine. <laughs> and I was like, okay, this isn't Resident Evil. Something else very close to Resident Evil. Uh, man, I don't know. Uh, I like Resident Evils, but Seven or Biohazard, whatever you want to call it, Biohazard, Biohazard. Um, <laughs> I didn't want to play that game at all. Like, I I never wanted to pick up a controller or put on a VR headset and experience that. Yeah, <laughs> and this seems like a continuation of that. I yeah, yeah I it does. Like it seems like that that same type of creepy horror as opposed to like the, the more traditional horror of the like earlier resident evils. Um, right. I don't know. This one seems like almost trippy enough to get me interested. Like I'm not a resident evil fan at all. I don't do horror games. This just seems so bizarre. Like Mm -hmm. the trailer's all over the place, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm not interested myself. Fair I'm most likely going to watch somebody play this. I can almost guarantee that. But I'm not a big Resident Evil. I, I'm not going to be there launch day. Let's say that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> fair. Very fair. Um, maybe well, if it comes up, to Game Pass. That I was... What's that? <laughs> so maybe if it comes to Game Pass. That's <laughs> real, man. That's real. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, we'll like get moving through these at a little bit better of a clip. Um, one game that I was excited about was Death Loop. They showed uh, gameplay, a little bit more of a mm. breakdown of like what that game looks like. I'm still like somewhat confused as to what it is, but I mean, right. I don't know. I, they answered some questions and raised other questions. Um, that game seems interesting. Like, I, I, yeah. Uh, well, what did I think of? 
I don't know. Uh, it's, it's like a puzzle-based first-person shooter that kind of all the elements are the same, and you just, like, do runs. And I guess see how far you can get in the run. Uh, but then you, like, change events, and you have to kill, what, what do you say, like, eight people or something in total? Yeah, but isn't there an element of, like, multiplayer like you're racing against another assassin who's trying to get through it too i see that that was unclear i think was there a trailer before this that was a multiplayer i think this this was campaign this was all ai we saw here right but like if i understand it correctly like you have those eight people on your hit list to kill but so does the other assassin and I think they're just trying to get more of them. Ah. But I could be wrong because I'm I'm confused. They didn't really talk about that at all. Maybe no. I'm misunderstanding their pitch. I but. I took it as just AI. You're trying to figure out the puzzle. And I think there's a multiplayer element within the game. But okay. I, I don't think this was it. There might It might have been. I don't know. Yeah, this well, one I missed. It, it looks cool, though. It does. I, I like the style. It it almost has like the uh, the We Happy Few like aesthetic, but the gameplay looks like yeah. it maybe backing it up a little bit better. Mix mixing just like a little double oh seven atmosphere with like Team Fortress ness. <laughs> sure. Know. I, I yeah. kept thinking of Team Fortress. I mean, I could see that. I like. I get a lot of Dishonored vibes from it too. Like, oh, Dishonored? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of that vibe. That Bethesda vibe, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the they Microsoft sh- vibe. Yeah, that's right. Daddy Microsoft. Um, they showed off a Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition, um, which has a little bit no more... No one clapped. Not a single person clapped. <laughs> I'm sorry. You might have clapped. I, I didn't clap. <laughs> I'm sure uh, Captain Buckeye, wherever he was, started screaming, devil trigger, pull my devil trigger. Yep. At the top of his yeah, lungs. he did. Uh, oh, I didn't see but, this either. Um, yeah, I mean, new stuff. Playable Virgil. Um, a new difficulty mode. Legendary Dark Knight. And there's like a fast-paced turbo mode. Um, so... I think, hey, oh, fans okay. of Devil May Cry, it's probably right up their alley. Not really my thing. Did you play through 5, just, Carrie? Yeah, so are you saying this is just uh, DLC for 5? Is that what you just said? It's I'm like sorry. Ultimate it's Ultimate Edition, it's, right? Oh, yeah, it is 6? Special Edition. Special Edition. Oh, no, okay. Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition, yeah. Okay, sorry. It cut out for a second for me. Um, I... I don't know, like, I don't think, it was a good game, but I don't know if it's that good of a game, that it requires a special (laughs) edition with extra stuff to it. Fair enough. Hmm. Well, you're gonna get it anyway. Yeah, I don't think I have a choice. So, and and this, (laughs) I don't know, and this is for PlayStation? Yeah, PS5. Okay. Are you guys excited for it? No. PlayStation? <laughs> <Definitely> <laughs> <cry>. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, PlayStation. The, <laughs> the only time I'll be playing as Dante will be if he gets in Smash. <laughs> oh. <Hey-o. laughs> Which I, I'm not. I don't want him in there per se. <laughs> but I'm just saying. No, I'm not excited. Don't for this even game. put him in there. Oh. He's not worth Dante. my time. <laughs> nice. Um. All right. So the last few things that they showed. Uh, they showed off Odds World. Uh, Soul Storm. Um. It. It <laughs> looked like more Odd World. Uh. Mm. You guys yeah. ever play Odd Worlds? No. Uh, I did one of them years ago. Uh, On the I original Xbox? About it. Maybe. Odd World it, Munch's Odyssey? Was it kind of like a Lemmings game? Is that like a little bit? Mm-hmm. Like you, you've got people following you, and you're trying to like get them through like a a track type of thing. Yeah. Yep. I think so. Yeah, I only played Munch's Odyssey on the original Xbox. Because it was one of a few games that were on the Xbox at launch. But <laughs> I'm a Lemmings launch. purist, so don't mess with me there. Okay. Hey, Uh-oh. fair enough. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, they showed off a new Five Nights at Freddy, uh, Freddy's uh, called mm-hmm. Scary Breach. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Again, not really for me. Uh, <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. Uh, they showed off Demon Souls uh, extended gameplay, which that game looks fantastic. I mean, it really does. Yep. I mean, I'm I'm still very very curious to see it from just watching the gameplay. They've uh, <clears throat> at least slightly changed uh, how the game actually played itself, like the character controls and everything. Um, you think? So like I'm back in. Okay. It it it, it does look like it. Uh, but I don't know. I. Uh, Demon Souls is the only Souls game I haven't played um, from from software, so I don't know. Definitely gonna be there though. Yeah, I mean, Blue Point built up enough goodwill from what they did to Shadow of the Colossus for me that like mm-hmm. I will try this for sure. I mean, this game looks slick. Yeah, this I mean, all the comparisons is just like, wow. Yeah, hundred percent. Impressive. Uh, and the last thing they really showed game-wise was uh, Fortnite running in the Unreal Engine 4 for the PS5, which, right. you know, I don't think any of us are the biggest Fortnite fans, but uh, Unreal 4 running on PS5 looked great. I mean, the lighting, the shadows, mm. textures. Uh, so that's exciting, right? Like, uh, Unreal being good is good for all games, right? Because <laughs> everything runs in Unreal I'm- pretty much. I mean, them saying Fortnite and Five Nights at Freddy's just sold 2 million consoles at least? 100%. 100%. I don't, yeah. I don't see it. I don't, I don't see what everybody wants with the PlayStation right now. Like, I, like Call of Duty looked awesome. It did. This guy. Call oh of Duty God. looked awesome. <laughs> I'll get Spider-Man look good. I still don't want to play it. So you need more convincing. Yeah, I need a whole lot more. What if I told you they teased God of War Ragnarok? Now that might get me in. Yeah, it should. <laughs> because uh, Boy. God of War. Boy. I believe 
is was across the board our game of the year. Yeah, two years ago. I think like unequivocally. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 we really didn't have a choice. Um, <laughs> I was so excited uh, when I saw Ragnarok, or just the God of War symbol. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. I was like, yeah, I I am now buying a PS5. There's no question. Um, I am now borrowing your PS5 when you are done. Right. (laughs) Well, he's never going to be done because he's going to play it on the hardest mode. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Take him a year to get there. Here, how about this? You let me play it first for like two days, and then you can have it for the rest of your life. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, you play for two days. That'll be about three weeks of gameplay for me. So, yeah, it'll be fine. Um, Yeah, so they... They revealed the price, finally, of the mm-hmm. standard PS5 and the digital version. Standard price being four, or, excuse me, $499 US dollars, um, and the digital version being $399. So $100 cheaper to drop the, hard, or the uh, disk drive. Yeah. Where do you guys fall on that? Would you, like to, would you save $100 to just not get the disk drive? Absolutely. I'm I'm really torn on it. Not even honestly. a question for me. My mind changes constantly. I feel like. Yeah. Because I go, how I mean, how many discs do I have of PS4 games? Two, three, at right. most. Out of, I don't know. Right. You know, Out of all the games you probably own, digitally. Yeah. I have like a hundred and something games digitally. I think right. I own. Oh, those are all 360 games. Even more my point. <laughs> the games in front of me are 360, and there's only like six of those. Like every, Even on 360, I was doing digital games. Sure. My Switch is all digital. Well, I have three games. I'm sorry. Yeah. But yeah, everything else is digital. How about Breath of the Wild and Mario Kart on cartridge? But that's just because I was like in the store picking up my Switch and was like, I want to go home and play some right now. I owned Breath of the Wild before I owned my Switch. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Like I have it. It's mine. <laughs> uh, I don't know, Eagle. What's your take on it? Uh, I'd go digital. I mean, I haven't purchased a physical Xbox game since launch. Um, right. I'll tell you one thing right now. If when you're, <clears throat> if and when you build a PC. Uh, disc drives are not a hundred dollars. <laughs> no, <laughs> they're cheaper than that. Yeah, I I'd, I'd um, say so. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, at the store, facing uh, the two boxes, I, I as of right now, I go digital. Yeah, because and there's no difference in specs between the two, correct? No, for the PlayStation, at but the Xbox so far. has a slight drop off. With theirs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I believe like CPU power and everything like that is the same on digital and like the standard PS5. Uh, mm-hmm. Whereas you're right, the Series X and the Series S are like different spec machines. Right. Um, there's more of a price break on the Series S, uh, but yeah, you're losing hard drive space, you're losing CPU clock. Like, it's it's gonna make a difference for sure. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, to kind of round out the Sony's conversation, they opened up pre-orders, um, and it is kind of a mess. Um, they 
sold out all over the place. They had websites that weren't working, this and that. Um, but I know uh, old Glizzy Gangster here in the chat is asking when um, pre-orders open back up for PS5, and I don't think we know yet, do we? No, I, I, heard it. I think it was the day after um, the, they announced it. Um, they were like, hey, we're going to have more PS5s uh, on launch day than we did PS4s. Don't worry about it. And I've been seeing like uh, them walking back a lot of stuff and apologizing for things here and there. Like uh, a lot of retailers are now emailing people like, hey, we actually don't have your console for you. Yeah. You didn't get in in time. So I don't know. It's a whole thing. <clears throat> I mean, we, we've seen this with, you know, every console since sure. PS2. So Which baffles my mind. It's like, how are you not ready? I mean, I guess yeah. maybe COVID. Sure. Maybe you yeah. can chalk up this a lot of it to COVID. This year has a pretty good excuse. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I don't know. If the next launch is like this, after <laughs> the, the next next-gen console, we're going to have problems. You guys aren't learning from your mistakes. Figure something uh, out. I did see some people on Twitter like, hey, Sam's Club has PS5 pre-orders up. And like uh -huh. the string of comments under it was like, "How much does a Sam's Club membership cost?" You know, like, <laughs> right? <laughs> this bizarre. It's thing. too late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you it, the time it took you to type that, all the Sam's yeah. Club members bought them all. Like, mm -hmm. right? Because you uh, know, there's some asshole going around pre-ordering like fifty of them, different oh, sure. places. Sure, fucking douche. I hate these people. <laughs> um, Just do one. Everybody wants one. Xbox is going up as we record this tomorrow morning at 11 Eastern time. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to try. I'm going to shoot for it. Are Good you luck. are you going to go somewhere or are you going to digital? I'm going to try and do it online, yeah. I yeah, work same. Tomorrow, so. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> I just hope my boss isn't watching this stream because I'm going to disappear to my office for a few minutes uh, at 11 o'clock tomorrow. Yeah. See what happens. Yeah, I don't have to go until three, so I'm gonna be sitting here, like, on my phone and my tablet and my computer, probably on three different sites, like Amazon and Target. You're gonna end up spending three thousand dollars <laughs> worth of Xbox pre-orders by accident right. trying to. Yeah, You're like, gonna well, end up with an email going, "Hey, remember how we said we have that pre-order for you? We don't." Uh oh. oh. God. He's in here. He's in here. Abort. Abort. Oh, okay. All right. Abort. Thank you, Gantz. I appreciate it. I will I will reserve yours as well. <laughs> That's funny. Um all right. Well, we've chit chatted a lot about what's going on this week. I figure we'll just spend a few minutes talking about what we played. Um uh, before we go to sleep and have sweet Xbox pre-order dreams tonight. Yes. Um, Carrie, what'd you get into this week, man? What you what you been poking around with? Um. So to start, I went through um. Uh, uh what is this X Cloud? I wanted to check it out real quick and see what was going on. So I jumped on Hyperdot on there. Oh yeah. So I I honestly don't even know if it's on. Um. I mean, I'm assuming it's on regular Xbox, <laughs> but 
yeah, playing it on my phone was a pretty interesting game to just like check out while I was sitting at work, not doing anything. Levels are quick. You know, you're just this little dot in I a circle. It. Oh, did, so you've played it? I have, yeah. Okay. So just to reiterate, you're playing this on xCloud, which is uh, Microsoft's version of Stadia or uh, <laughs> game streaming. Yes, um, on my phone with the Xbox controller. Yes. Um, and then, um, but yeah, you're just dot in a circle and things are, oh, there you go. Things are getting shot at you. I forgot you. You got the video power over there. But yeah, so you just run around, you hide out. I've played like 30 levels so far and I've just, I kind of give yeah. it up now, but I played it. <laughs> was it and so was it playable? It was on one of those Xbox? things like Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Really? Okay. Yeah, it played very well. I had no problems with it at all, no lagginess to it. I mean, of course it's not a multiplayer game. I think that's what I want to try out next, is maybe trying out Halo, like going on Master Chief Collection. And also yeah, another sure. cool thing is I didn't have to download anything. I just yeah. press play the and it future, goes. Dude. Yeah, the future. Dude, it was awesome. That was absolutely I- amazing. I will say to your to like XCloud's credit, Hyperdot is like a pretty like a precise game that like input lag would destroy you on. Absolutely. So yeah. if it was playable, that's like a good sign, you know. But mm-hmm. yes, multiplayer yeah. is gonna be like the ultimate test. Yeah, and then other than that, I got into some uh, Among Us, oh. um, which is pretty exciting. Um, <laughs> yeah dude dude i was sitting at work today we were super slow and just getting it and like i, I really want to see what it's like with playing with a bunch of friends sure you know like it, it's it's um you have options to play like uh public rooms you can just jump into someone else's or you can create your own and um yeah you just run around this ship and they give you a, you uh, a list of tasks you have to do and while you're doing those tasks, you're pretty much trying to avoid this guy who's running around killing you or killing people on the ship. And uh, you get a after he kills someone, if someone finds the body, you go into this little meeting thing and you try and figure out who killed who and mm-hmm. pretty much vote them off the ship. And, and so like the killers are trying to get you to. Like vote on someone who's not actually the killer, right? Like absolutely, yeah. They're sitting there lying to you, you know, like, oh, I think it was so and so, and they did whatever. Like sure. you see some pretty good lies in there because there's there's no um chat, you know, there's there, well there's um type chat, but there's no audio, so you can't talk to anyone. You there's none of that, so mm-hmm. you're just running around minding your own business, and then all of a sudden somebody finds somebody dead, or you end up dead, and you're just floating around as a ghost now pissed because this guy just ran up on you you thought you was your buddy <laughs> yeah i think uh we're gonna try and get a group on the discord together to like play it with voice chat uh except when we're playing you gotta be quiet when we murder right. each other you know and then when we have meetings we can scream at each other and point the finger yeah you know yeah, I think you get like 90 seconds or something like that to sit there and talk it out and try and figure out who and vote on people. Yeah. So, yeah, it's pretty um, cool. That's cool. I'm like, I'm super interested in that. It's gained like such crazy steam on Twitch. Yes. Like in the past couple mm-hmm. weeks. Uh, but uh, what about you, Brent? Did you try out Mario at all? 
You heard of that game? Yeah, dude. I'm uh, back playing well, like a 15-year-old game. Uh, I'm on Super Mario Sunshine because uh, I'm a bad person and never played uh, <laughs> Mario 64. Uh, but I've definitely played Sunshine. And I have a lot of good memories of it. And yeah, dude, I've been just grinding away, getting my shines. Mm. Uh, it's been, I'll say, fantastic. It's showing its age, yeah. but not as much as I feel like any other game from that time would right now. Uh, still looks fine without having any um, uh, up and any of its fidelity graphics wise. Sure. Um, the controls are a little wonky here and there. I find, um, I, I can't tell if I'm not being precise enough with them or it's just not responsive enough. Um, I'm definitely getting better. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, dude, I'm loving it. Like, yeah, I bought, I got the, um, actual physical copy because I don't know why. Uh, I just <laughs> thought that'd be better. Uh, I was shocked. Actually, one of my buddies picked it up for me. He ran out to uh, buy his copy. He's like, hey, you owe me money. I was like, yeah, I do. You're right. Gladly. <laughs> oh. I owe you more yeah. than money. Yeah. Um, uh, have you been playing it? I have. I have been. Um, to be fair, I have only played Super Mario 64 thus far. Um, oh, ever? No, like, I've, I've played all the games, um, but... Just on this collection, uh, 64 is the only one that I've, like, tried out. Um, Man, that game is old. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like... Uh, 1996? You know how you remember something, like, with the, like, rose-colored glasses? Mm -hmm. This is that. I remember it in a very specific way, and it does not feel that way. Yeah. Yeah, there's like that's I, I feel like I'm saying the same thing with with sunshine. Yeah. Like Mario has this weird momentum um mm-hmm. that, like he doesn't turn on a dime, you know, he kind of like ramps up speed as he spins around um interacting with NPCs or like boards to read on the wall is like extremely frustrating because you have to be in like it's a task. pixel perfect position to push the button yeah i noticed that too like like <laughs> the camera is awful it's so bad um yeah but with all that being said uh huge huge like pangs of nostalgia as i play through it like oh yeah i remember mm-hmm. this and i remember what to do here and oh yeah like like I played for maybe two or three hours and the whole entire time it was like it was just nonstop memories of like doing this before um, and it's good I, I it's a good port of what that game is um, mm. you know it's nice to play it on like a modern control set like the switch pro controller as opposed to the 64 controller mm. and I like the 64 yeah. controller I, I, I do um, but like the modern pro controller is better in every way. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. It's okay. Uh, yeah. I'm excited to play some sunshine and galaxy though. Like, um, see what those look like and feel like galaxy the most, to be honest, just kind of, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited for galaxy and 
I'm excited that I, I feel like playing Galaxy, it's going to just finally motivate me to pop Odyssey and my Switch and actually play that. Have, yes. Which is something I've been have able to do for a very long time. Have you guys um, played Galaxy? I'm sorry yes. to interrupt you, bro. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I've only played Sunshine. Heard. Galaxy's great. It's real good. Yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Britt. No, you're all good. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good port. Like those games, like good port. that that game runs well. Um, it it looks a little old, looks a little dated. Um, you know, I honestly think this may be a tough game to give to like a ten year old. Um, you know, like I was. You know, like. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's probably why I never really played it. I mean, I'm sure I had my hands on a controller when the, you know, uh, cartridge was in the console. Sure. Um, but I was six at the time, and yeah, I probably was just like, yeah, it's not, I can't. <laughs> and then I just I was like, oh, that game that I can't, so I won't. Sure. So I never did. Sure. That's real. Yeah. Well, all right. Do you guys want to talk about anything else this week before we um, move on to the last section? I'm good. I I honestly want to get back to sunshine. I, I kind of feel bad that I've almost shoehorned myself, and I feel like I have to beat this one before going to Galaxy. So, I'm trying to just trying to push through it. Sure. All right. Well, um, each week at the end of the show, we do a little uh, bit called Overachievers, where we uh, take a look at a game's achievements, break down some of the numbers of the most common uh, achievements down to some of the rarest. Um, so this week. In honor of Carrie, of which I don't know if he's played really any more of it at all, but uh, I pulled the achievements for Marvel's Avengers. Oh, nice. I haven't yeah. played any of it, actually, but I also haven't played much of anything either. So, yeah. Too busy on HyperDot. I get it. I get you know, it. it's cool. Grinding it out. <laughs> um, well, all right. So kicking things off with Marvel's Avengers, these are the Xbox uh, achievements. Um, which surprisingly enough, dude, they have six achievements that are at a hundred percent completion. Oh wow! Six. Interesting. And I think four of them were secret achievements, which make me think they are like uh, mission mission um, specific. Based. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I'm pretty proud of that. People are getting through Avengers ish. You know, at least the start of it. Um, yeah. Hmm. So the one I pulled was, uh, and that's how it's done, which is to defeat 10 or more enemies with a single heroic ability activation. It's a mouthful. Okay. Yeah, you have to do that. Yeah. Um, I feel like this would happen. Like. <laughs> yeah, to, it's just like, hold Y to <laughs> smack the mess out of this guy. <laughs> to kill everything on screen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's at 100%. Everybody's gotten it. Shout nice. out to you, true gamers, Excelsior. Um, next up, I've got Seeing Stars, which is to earn a five-star rating on an objective without any team member taking damage. What? Right? That sounds impressive, but I haven't played the game, so maybe it's not. But taking any damage at all? I feel like I have this, but I didn't know what it was when I got it. Mm. And I don't I I wanna say it's like 
there are mission objectives throughout the mission. So like, for instance, you'll go into a mission, you have three steps to it and each step is graded with a five star system. So there might be a step where there were no enemies. And if you're playing solo without even the AI help, I guess you're the whole team. Right. right? So you cannot get hit by yourself. Yeah. But um, that's an impressive 79.77%. So, like, yeah, that's crazy. A lot that's of people really have high. that. Hmm. Um, I'm following along with uh, the PC achievements from Steam, and this is like the first time I've seen uh, PC significantly less. Like that one is at 57.7. Usually PC is higher. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, all right. Next up. I've got the achievement. Everything was secret achievements, but from the best I could tell, Carrie, um, I, I kind of wanted to leave things um, spoiler-free since a lot of the um, yeah. s- secret achievements kind of are like spoilery, I guess, like what yeah. they're named. Um, but best I can tell, 41% of people have beaten the game already. Okay. The campaign, I guess, because uh-huh. you go into like, more end game stuff after that, I, I would guess. Yeah, but. there's all kinds of side levels and multiplayer stuff you can do. Sure. Have you finished like the story of it yet? Yes, the storyline I was I'm completed. Okay. So I know what happens. All that. Got you. Good so. Um. So got a few more. Uh, I got the achievement for become legend, which is to equip all legendary or better gear with any hero, which sounds like a, a process. You know, with all the loot they have in the game. Yeah. That's pretty um, rough to get. I don't yeah. have that one. That one's down at 14.38%. So, get getting down there. Mm-hmm. Um, on the loot train, staying on that, we've got the achievement for wanting for nothing, which is to collect 500 gear items. Which... That I think like a that's lot, man. it's a lot, but it's not difficult. I think that's just showing that people stop playing. Yeah, because I mean, of course, it, but it like you you get gear just from beating up people. It drops just like in in Destiny. You know, you kill right. somebody, they happen to drop a gauntlet or something. It's very similar. So but as a long lot as of you're running around, yeah, you know, you're dismantling most of it. But it's going to drop. So I can definitely see people like falling off the game right there. Um, all right. A couple more. These are the rare ones. Uh, we've got Truly Elite, which is to complete an elite heroic hive. Which I don't even know what, what that is. is. What does this mean? I have no clue. <laughs> I'm assuming it's one of the go in and... Um, uh, release people missions um like you go in and you have your different missions and one of or there's multiple where they're like go in and um rescue um people from uh the aim bases or i guess they may call it a hive but um heroic you can raise the difficulties of your uh events so you can similar to how destiny with the um strikes yeah, you can raise the level. It's just like that. Mm-hmm. I believe they all have four levels to them. In heroic, I think is the third highest. Mm-hmm. So. Um. Well, yeah, that's been completed by two percent of people. 
So that's pretty rare. Yeah. Um, in a game where so many people have beat the campaign, you know, just doesn't seem like people yeah. are sticking around for the heavier end game stuff or the end game stuff is that challenging. You know? Yeah. Could be either one did, for sure. Did you play much of it? Me, um, I, I really only played through the campaign. I played a couple side missions, um, and each character kind of has their own little side storylines where they're looking for things. Like Hulk, for instance, is looking for gamma radiation. So you keep going on these gamma radiation missions. <laughs> so they all have their own side stuff that I didn't venture too far into. Good. Uh, well, then... Uh... Moving on to the rarest of the rare, uh, the least common achievement in the game is to the dark and back again, which is to complete 50 hive missions. Uh, and that is down at an abysmal 0.02%. So I'm so, assuming they just want you to keep replaying the same missions over and over again. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Because there's definitely not 50 on the map. Right. There's not even 50 total missions on the map. Sure. So, yeah. But, no. you know, comparing it to a game that we all did really love at one time, I mean, how many strikes have you done, Carrie? Yeah, good point. About four. Oh, <laughs> get out of here. million. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> at oh, no, I just meant unique ones. Oh, yeah, oh. yeah, seven. The four over and over again. <laughs> right, yes. Yeah, a thousand <laughs> times, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, shout out to you overachievers out there getting it in Marvel's Avengers. Um, pretty mixed responses from what I've seen with the game so far. Some people like it, some people don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hear the story's pretty interesting. Um, it I, is. I'd be curious to check that out. I'd definitely check out the story if you have the time. Okay. Right on. All right, boys. Well, let's pack this ship up and we'll... Uh, see you guys next week. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys so much for watching the stream. Um, if you haven't catched the stream, check us out at twitch.tv slash edgy stances. Um, or yeah, check us out on your favorite podcast app or edgy stances.com. Uh, you can shoot us emails at edgy stances at gmail.com uh, or hop in the discord. Um, a lot of wonderful people out there chatting about what's going on and you know, uh, what's happening out in the world. So, uh, where can the boys, uh, where can the people find you boys? Uh, again, uh, the easiest way, hop in the discord. You can figure out what I'm playing that day. Uh, I tell you after this, it's going to be, uh, sunshine. So <laughs> oh. I'll be on my switch, hop in the discord. Uh, I'll send you the, uh, like 13 character long numbers, uh, that, Makes you my friend on Switch. It's yeah. so complicated. Hey, but I can change my username anytime and not corrupt all my data. So I guess that's the trade off. That's you know, a win. That's so cool. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> um, you can find me Discord, same as Brent, um, or Best Care Live One on Xbox. Uh, probably be on some Apex at some point tonight. And Let's then, uh, yeah, Facebook as well. Uh, getting um, the Nerd Nation. We're about to do some giveaways. We're actually going to be doing a PS5 giveaway here soon. So you have to get in there and Whoa. check out that stuff. Yeah. Okay. So, it's the Nerd Nation hitting yeah. it big as always. Just jump in there. We're in there, Facebook. That's awesome. Uh, 
and you can find me at Best Eagle Alive pretty much anywhere. Um, and again, we'll catch you guys next week, same place, maybe same-ish time. We'll see you Monday night. <laughs> uh, we hope you have the best day you've ever had. I do. Peace.